Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Essential Nonsense. If this is your first time listening, I am your host, Luis Juarez, comedian extraordinaire and also long haired, um, among other things. I also have with me today, and it's nice to have her back, my co-host, my beautiful wife, Sharie. What's up, baby? Hey, babe. Hello, world. I'm back. Uh, 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 uh. Yes, she's <laughs> dancing right now. Uh, it has been a minute since we've done a podcast together. Yeah, I know. I, I think I did two Zooms in the last time, the last ones I put out. I know I did Zoom with Dante. That was a Zoom audio and then I did a couple other ones that haven't mm-hmm. been released yet, but I wanted to sit down and talk with you for a little while. Cause Wait, I was on vacation. <laughs> I was on a podcast vacation. Sure. Yeah, she was taking a little bit of break. Yeah. You had a lot going on with your own personal yeah. life. Even though <laughs> she's my wife and we live together, she has a lot going on. Oh, yeah. She works and, and it's busy it. season in her job. Yes. So. And that takes up quite a bit of time on its own. And I also do extracurricular things as well, you know, giving back to the community uh, through an organization that I'm a part of. But um, I make it all work. You see? And that's most balance. important. Yes, balance. And I appreciate you taking the time to sit here and talk with me because we've been talking about this for a little while. And then me working nights and then coming home sometimes. It's a little difficult, <clears throat> excuse me, for uh, – for me to actually make time for it too, sometimes so you know you gotta stay persistent with it too. Um, it's part of being an adult, I guess. I mean, I once you think you have the perfect balance, and then something comes along and just throws it out, and I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, like I, I had a rhythm here, but I think that's just how it works. Uh, I was kind of going through that uh, busy season, and my job in particular is never the same. Uh, it actually started earlier, and I'm like, oh wait, nah, wait, I wasn't prepared for that. Oh yeah, so. No. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, let's see what I can do. And this is your first <laughs> busy season, like working from home. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the second one technically. How long have you been like out of uh, the office since? It's a little over a year. It was a year. Well, no, uh, yeah, a little over a year. So it's been it went by fast. So we made a year yeah. already. Yeah. This this damn from pandemic. the time <laughs> and it was funny because it was like yeah we're gonna stay at home for two weeks know, and then we'll so be crazy, right back right? and I was like oh okay those first two weeks because at the time I was doing DoorDash and I was like the streets are empty this is yeah, nice everybody stayed at home and then two weeks turned into another two weeks and then I think like after a certain uh part which wasn't that long. Where people was like, yeah, I'm not feeling this too much. I'm about to go mm-hmm. hang out at my friend's house and everything else. Which, man, you tried to be really good. We don't have too many people that close by. So we actually tried to, like, do the right thing as much as we could. So. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten the Rona knock on wood. Uh, so I've been trying to be very cautious oh, maybe with I should everything say that, that too. we do. <laughs> I want my silence to mean that I have I have not <laughs> as well. I'm like, I'm like so did very you? Very fortunate. I was like, uh, wood, no. There's a lot of people. That, I mean, it's not like they're out searching to get it, but sometimes if you're putting yourself in a situation, limit putting yourself in situations. I would I definitely say. say we can, we always try to do just enough where we can recount what we did. Yeah. Just <laughs> Well, uh, I uh, and I kind of wanted to talk about this. I got the vaccine, as you know, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk about that experience a little bit because I don't think I actually told you how it went, uh, what mm-hmm. what I had to do that day. Uh, I got the vaccine in Fair Park, you know, down where the the state fair is and stuff. With them good old funnel cakes and yes. turkey legs. There's a f- I didn't think I'd be going to Fair Park this year either because we usually go every year for the yeah. for the fair. Um, but yeah, I was very fortunate because a, a a lady at my job, she was like an older white lady, and I would have never signed up for the vaccine not yet at least because I didn't think it was gonna be that readily available. She's like, you know, Latinos are at high risk, and I was like, oh really? And she's like, yeah, you should sign up. And then she stood there while I like signed up in front of her. She did a good deed for the she day. She did, and she actually told me today uh, that she just barely got uh, the 
the email message or whatever ah. to go to go get the vaccine. Well, that's pretty selfless, I guess. You know, like she, hey, she was get the she was looking out. Yeah. She well, she you. said she goes. There's other people that need it, but she's like in her 60s and she she just doesn't have pre existing conditions. But oh. well, that's a blessing, you know, yeah. to be that age and not have that many things going on. Exactly. I mean, she's still working and stuff. So and most uh, people do in the <laughs> early 60s. I, yeah, early 60s yeah. for the most part. Well, I think retirement age is like 62. So. <sighs> I don't want to work like as soon as I turn 60. I feel like <laughs> you're going to quit right now. I would just want to be like, hey, so I'm 60 now. That's a privilege mm-hmm. uh, for me not to have to work anymore. So uh, let me enjoy those. Because 60 is just as close to like, what, 55 now with technology. Maybe even younger than that, depending on how well you take care of yourself. What, 62 is the new 55? No, I'm just saying, like, 60 is closer to, like, 55. I'm just saying, like, you're closer to your 50s than you are. Like, you just started in your 60s. Uh-huh. So I feel like when you say, like, oh, a retirement age is, like, what, did they say 65 to 67 or something like that? I feel like, well, dang, you might as well just say I'm 70. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I would rather just be, like, at 60 if I'm not already, like, you know, um, having a nest egg uh like at 50 something hey you know the earlier the better but i'm hoping for 60 fingers crossed toes crossed eyes uh, crossed i guess <laughs> it, it became more of a reality for me because i set up a 401k over the weekend and uh they're talking about you can uh start getting the money when you turn 59 or whatever oh but and that's if you get an ira which i'm trying to learn you remember that when they said like because i I asked, I was like, so what's the difference? A Roth IRA or whatever? Yeah, and then like 401k. And I know the 401k, they were like, they, uh, I don't think they tax you. But the IRA, they tax you. And then when you and get all the money, you don't get taxed. Yeah, right. That's when, what it when is, you, right? When you're 59, then you are you have access to that money, which I'm like, huh, I'm still confused, but 59 sounds okay to me. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean – it doesn't seem like a very long time, but turning 30 didn't seem like a very long time, and it abruptly came up exactly. on me. So p- anybody who 32. out there who's 60 or something <laughs> and then didn't save, and they're like, oh, crap, I wish I would have saved. Now I'm like, well, maybe I should try well, to at I least t- have something. Well, I told you there was a uh, probably two years ago my job started doing 401K, and um, we had somebody to talk to us, and I think life started getting real when he was like so yeah um it's best that you start saving in like your 20s actually if you're trying to do the lower option because he said it when you put in less it takes longer he was Mm -hmm. like but he was like you know not to freak anybody out but he's like it really does depend on how long you want to work it depends on what you want your lifestyle to be when you retire so if you already have in your mind that oh i'm gonna like travel the world you might want to make sure you need to be having travel the world money (laughs) yeah and if you like retire like with just expecting just social security then Mm -hmm. you're kind of limited on like a lot of the things that you can do especially traveling i don't think we're supposed to get social security right is that like what's going around is like we're not going to get anything by the time we or is that like our our children i'm I'm, i don't know i'm not sure honestly i know since i was a kid people were like y'all ain't gonna have social security but as long as everybody's always paying so money into social security i don't see why we wouldn't be able to at least get something but i think it's more of them saying like don't rely on getting social security Mm -hmm. so i I don't know i I get the 401k mainly because uh the company matches it and Mm -hmm. the last job that i worked at they matched it also and i didn't i was like ah it's not i mean it was obviously in my 20s and uh I worked there for 10 years, and then I was like, oh, man, I probably could have had a lot of money in this 401k, even if I didn't use it for retirement, you know? Um, I think I was offered that once uh, for a place that I worked at at a year. And um, I don't know. I, I honestly didn't know. I, truly, uh, the first time that I've ever had somebody explain what a 401k is is just like those two years ago mm. that when I was at my job and that was because that was a a introduction like we didn't have it at all yeah and then we got introduced to it so I think at a lot of places that they just assume that you know 
they just be like hey here, here's your information if this is something that you want to do go ahead and sign up for it mm-hmm. and i had gotten that before and i was just like so what do i do with this yeah i mean there's I no like real <laughs> I, I mean I, don't, I guess you have to go and actually find out what it's all what it all means and stuff like what or even if it matters, because I don't think my mom ever sat down and talked to me like, this is why you need a 401k. Mm-hmm. And I never asked because I didn't think it was like something I needed to know. Yeah, because I think it's a relatively new concept. I mean, maybe the last couple decades, because I think back then a lot of people used to have jobs where they would get pensions, mm-hmm. which is the money that they're making for the rest of their life. Like whatever you're making, I think when you retire is what you'll make that paycheck for the rest of your life or something like that. I don't know. I want to say that's what a pension is. I, I've heard the word pension, but I'm just like, like I don't know. Yeah. Like so the detail, like the full on detail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is whoever's out there listening. And you, are you more familiar with the history behind pensions and stuff like that? I definitely Feel free to correct us. I definitely only, only hear older individuals mention pensions. Yeah. I don't hear. But a pension was good <laughs> to have, apparently. Like, because I'm, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> That like companies like had to have those for certain employees. Maybe or something it's cheaper like that. to just do a four hundred one k. I think maybe that's why I feel like it's like kind of like for eh, a company cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From their standpoint, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> once they start taking other rights from us, they're like, let's try to find ways to, <laughs> like you know, like not have to pay them. <laughs> but then, like also, I when when i asked because i waited afterwards and i was asking a person that like came and talked to my company about um what necessarily you could do with it and like how much i probably needed to say mm-hmm. like just theoretically i was like hey if i want to do this if i want to do that and he, he was very honest he was like yeah so you want to be very careful when it comes to taking uh 401k money out because it does have like uh, a good uh, tax on it. What oh, is it? Yeah. Like interest on mm. tax, interest rate. Uh, so he was like, you, you basically let that be your last choice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, well, that's good to know. And then also, I think for the lifestyle that I wanted, I think he told me I need to like, need to get to a point where I need to save like about 12%. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah that paycheck oh boy okay well, it's because also because we started later like when i was talking to that lady uh from fidelity or whatever she was like um if we had started saving i think when i was like in my early 20s mm-hmm. i could accomplish the same thing like kind of what you just said earlier mm-hmm. like yeah like I, w- I wouldn't have to put as much uh moving forward but since uh she's she still said where me starting a 401k and doing all that is a relatively young age you know, because there's some people that start uh, putting money into their retirement when they're in their mid 40s, and, and then they like have to why? be really aggressive with putting money in there. And I was just like, why? But then I I wonder that though. That's an interesting. I wish uh we would have like some history on that. Like, why does it take so long? Well, some some people like they don't get into their careers until their mid 40s, oh, or they maybe. maybe they were at a job that. Uh, something happened and they had to like get laid off and they took their pension or their 401ks and because I'm sure everybody's story is different that's Mm -hmm. why I was like ooh 40 seemed pretty late yeah but I mean everybody's life is different yeah true so I get it I get it Uh, but to circle back around to the getting the vaccine because I think that's how this conversation started Uh, yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, well you know getting this vaccine is important and hopefully that one day that I do get this uh get to use this 401k money uh i, I went down to the fa- to fair park to get that first vaccine which i, I kind of wish i would have waited and just got it like at cvs or something but since they're the first ones that hit me up i was like hell with it i'm gonna take it right <laughs> and uh you just there's just a whole bunch of cars you gotta wait in line and uh, i mean it was a pretty quick experience i mean like fema was there they were directing traffic you just go it's like you're going through like a big old toll booth. Uh, I and remember then, what those look like. You remember yeah. what those look like? <laughs> like having to wait to go through the toll, like when you meet like the the big tolls. Yeah. They used to have a person there. Had to wait in line. I was just thinking about that. Sorry. Well, I mean, I know it's like a, it was like a big old toll booth, but you get the vaccine. Like they they literally shoot it in your arm and just keep. And it going. then they you go from the line to another line, which is like. 
pretty much it's like you go through a toll, then you have to stop and wait for 15 minutes to make uh-huh. sure that you're not having an allergic reaction or something. So, like, visualizing all of this myself, I'm like, okay, instead of that person being in the booth taking your money, that pr- person comes out and go, click, all right, go over there and wait 15 minutes. <laughs> pretty Basically. much, yeah. Uh, well, that's well, that's that was my vaccine experience. I just wanted to share that with y'all. I know I told Charlie before how it was already, so she's probably like, yeah. Well, not that much in detail because I'm about to say the whole toll booth experience. I'm like, ah, it changes things. I was on the phone with him, and it just seemed like everything was just so like unaware. You were on the phone with me the whole it time. Y'all, like, like, I was like there. His perspective is completely different from how he just explained it. I just thought it was like a whole, like, just one single line, maybe, or a few lines. No. And then people just saying, go over here, <coughs> go over there, because that's all I it's, would it's hear. A, it was very confusing because it was in <laughs> Fair Park, and you know how it is when you go to the state fair. Yeah. Like, there's anxiety of trying to yeah. find how you're going to go in. Imagine having to go into the actual park with a car. And uh, that's really what it was. good thing is, like I said, FEMA was out there. There was a lot of uh, police officers directing mm-hmm. traffic. And uh, they ask you, they're like, you getting the first vaccine, second vaccine? I was like, I was like the first one. They're like, follow that that line over there. And then you're like it going through like a maze almost uh-huh. of cars, like a big old snake. And uh, you just go into a line. They're like, pick a line. And then I go into the one that had the least amount of cars, you know, to basically go through the toll. (laughs) The red pill or the blue. (laughs) Yeah. I I got the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, If that means anything. (laughs) They hold their head out be like, pick a head. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Uh, No, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, I would have took any vaccine, honestly. Either way, you being protected, so. Yeah. Trying to uh, get right for the summer. Yeah, it's already starting to feel nicer. Like the weather, like the fact that it's not freezing constantly. I know I'm enjoying that because I am a naturally like cold person. Like I stay cold. So even in the house, I wear like a sweater all the mm-hmm. time. Luis makes fun of me, but I'm I've always been like that. So the summer, particularly, is like my favorite. Even though Texas summers can be brutal, still. Oh yeah, I definitely take heat over yeah. cold any I, day. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to like the summer, particularly the spring. Cool, but spring brings rain, and you know how that goes. I, I remember Texas springs. Uh, uh, my friend Sunanda, comedian. You know, you know Sunanda. Yes. She once told me, uh. Because uh, I think I said something to her about being cold. And like I think because we were going on the road to a show or something. And I was like, she said something about being cold. And hey, you're always cold. And then she explained to me that that uh, I guess air conditioning settings are sexist or something like that. Because because oh, wow. women like tend to, uh, I guess, be colder. Or their body temperatures oh, aren't as warm yeah. as men. But the men are the ones that tend to set the, the temperatures or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all like, so... Something I don't, I don't know. I was like, send me this study. Yeah, I was like, all study, right, I'll turn I'm, the AC off. I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I get, men are hot. Like they, they probably run a little Ooh, warmer. You, yeah, for you sure. get on my nerves for sure when yeah. it comes to like. I have to sleep with the sheet. And you be like, I'm else. hot, and I'm like, okay, cut the fan out. You like, I'm hot. I'm like, didn't you just walk out the shower? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you're gonna be hot. <laughs> the thing is, though, like I guess. If we want to compromise, I could either be hot or you could put on layers. Yeah, but then I'll start sweating. Okay, so I have to have like a perfect kind of like equilibrium in the room because I feel like putting on clothes and then going to sleep. I think me going to sleep like somehow along the lines, I don't know why, but then I start to get hot myself. Yeah. So I can't be having on a whole sweater. (laughs) Just cause you want it, no, nah, like, I know. I tr- yeah, well, there's no, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no winning, I guess. No, but yeah. I tr- a neutral, neutral, neutral setting. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well. Where it's room temperature for you and slightly cool for me. So. Well, I guess like I'm always hot, you're always cold, but when we uh up against each other, we we're just right. Like that weather. <laughs> It's like, ah, we help each other. Spring weather. Uh, we can both tolerate it. But I'm excited because I get the second vaccine uh, next week. And uh, that was quick. 
I think after that, you have to wait like 10 days or something before it starts being effective. Not sure. but I, I want to say it's something I'm like sure that. I'm sure that they'll probably tell you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about that. Uh, my younger brother just got his first vaccine, Marco, and uh, <clears throat> I took my mom to get hers. And then on Tuesday, I got to take my dad to get his. So, my family seems to be on the right path of getting their vaccines. And I'm excited about that because I'll feel a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Going out and doing stand up like we've talked before, which is great. Yeah, um, my mom has gotten hers. My dad is waiting for his. Uh, I think my grandma was talking about getting it possibly, and my uncle and his wife had done it. So like that, that side of my family, like the immediate side of my family, mm-hmm. they're they're taking the steps toward getting things done i am a little bit behind i probably need to go ahead and sign up at some point but that's on the to-do list so yeah well well, let's work on that getting (laughs) you the vaccine you're waiting for that herd immunity yeah i'm always in the house so it's like for me i'm just like um i'm i'm good for right now but um I do know going to the store or doing simple tasks that still somewhat puts you at risk. So well, now yeah. that the mask mandate, yeah, or no. there's no mask mandate, still gonna wear my uh, businesses are open 100%. Uh, for people that don't live in Texas and listen to this podcast, uh, sp- like especially people that live in other countries, because for some reason we have listeners from like all kinds of weird countries. Which is, well, not weird countries, but just countries other than the U.S., which we did not expect. So that's the weird part for us, where we're like, "Oh, cool!" Like, like we didn't expect it would go this far, even though it has the capabilities to. So thank you to all the people who are in different countries listening. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you, little old us. Thank but you. we are in <laughs> Texas. Dallas, to be specific, and our governor, the state of Texas, uh, has lifted the mandates, the the mask mandate, mm-hmm. and also says that all businesses can open at a hundred percent. So basically, yeah. we've declared victory over the virus. Mm, or did we? No, we definitely <laughs> did not. Like it's only us in Mississippi. Like <laughs> no, it's like twelve other states apparently. Which I was what? like, where that happened at? Where? Oh, see, that's how God. you know we don't get enough news like filtered through in in our state. Like, which I'm sure is the same in every state. I was just like, wh- who are these other states? Mm. I need a list. I think I can guess a few. I I, I have my estimates, but I want to do like like the draft. Go ahead and say. Yeah. <laughs> Call out these names. Yeah, with I the first with the first state to open up 100% businesses, we have Opens Envelope. <laughs> Florida. 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 Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> nah, but in actual Texas, Mississippi, Florida. Just oof. But, but yeah, apparently there's like 12 states that's supposed to either have opened up fully or dang near fully. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know all of them but when i listen to stuff i think it's what cnn or just like you know more broad uh news stations they said 12 that i think i remember so uh yeah i was like hmm. well that's why it's even more important for y'all out there listening get the vaccine as soon as you can take whichever one you can get there's even the johnson and johnson one now it's one 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 shot that's all you need. J and J, as uh, Dr. Fauci liked to say. J and J. I'm about to say, they need to stop saying that. That makes it sound less trustworthy. Like, I was about to say, that shit sounds like a liquor. <laughs> less trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on to uh, the pharmacy and pick me up a J and J. Sound like a barbecue spot. Uh, yeah. I think there is a barbecue spot that I know. That's like J and J. I know a place called J and J over off Lancaster, that, that fish place. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> over by Rudy's. JJ's Fish. Or J and J, I think is what's yeah. going on. I'm about to say, please stop saying that, cause they make me think of it's a hood spot. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like think that when somebody say, "Oh, you gonna get the junk, junk?" No, I don't. I don't want that one. Uh, no, they all fine. I actually said that the uh, Johnson and Johnson one could potentially uh, combat the variants that we have going on yeah, right now. Yeah, because it came out later, and then we've had new variants. Yeah, but some of the so. Pfizer. 
has uh, done well against the new variants too. The Brazilian cool. one, I think they just came oh, out with that. Oh goodness, NASA Brazilian. <laughs> yeah, I know the fact it's that there's a Brazilian one. one. It's gonna be one in like every country, mm-hmm. which it sounds like because it's like you had the different type of people. It was it was one systems. from Africa, mm-hmm. NAS one from Brazil, and yeah. then it was one from the UK. No, did the UK have a um? Am I wrong? Yeah, no. I think they had that one that like because they got the vaccine first, okay. and they had like a weird variant come out that was more contagious. Remember? Okay, I remember at one point they said that they had saw a variant in Houston. I th- I mm-hmm. don't know where they got buried at, but I was trying. This was months and months and months ago, where they were like, "Oh, like apparently there's a variant in Houston, but you don't hear about it, so it must not have been." as bad mm-hmm. as some of the other or yeah i mean well either that or it's just not that much in the news anymore no like, you know no. what eh, it's like yeah the ratings on, on the, the virus are going down let's int- not talk about it no more i was gonna say that have been interested if like how they say the uh if it had been like the brazilian and they'd be like the houston variant like oh, it just yeah. doesn't sound mm-hmm. the same. it would yeah. have to be like what the u.s variant it would have to be considered mm-hmm. that right the u.s variant uh, and, I don't uh, know. around the world yeah globally yes that have been interesting but uh-huh. no, nah, I don't. They we don't have that. I don't believe. No, well, I'm not sure. Not that widespread. I don't think to be called the U.S. variant. But like as far as like COVID goes, you know, where we stand. If you've listened to the podcast, mm-hmm. we've talked about it quite a bit uh, on on many episodes. Um, but like as far as like other stuff going on, like I, we, me and Sherry recently watched uh, the new Eddie Murphy uh, coming to America too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to uh, mimic the music, but that was a horrible, horrible representation of the music. Which was cool to always see Eddie Murphy movie, honestly, especially now because I was such a big Eddie Murphy fan growing up. And uh, it was funny. I mean, co- Coming to America, the first one was, was pretty good, though. I think it's kind of hard to replicate that. Because um, I work during the week and, and I try to listen to podcasts and stuff like that as well. It's nice hearing what everybody else's thoughts are or interviews with the actors that was um, within the movie. And um, I know I think a lot of people were afraid that the remake or it wasn't even a remake. It's a sequel mm-hmm. or whatever that it wouldn't be as good. But I think it is relevant to current times, mm-hmm. which I think um, because they, I think maybe and I wasn't born in the 80s. So it might have been some stuff that might went over my head as far as like the culture and stuff back then. Yeah. That maybe, you know, my parents and my sister would have got. But like now, I'm like, I think comparing the two, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's what they was doing in the first one where it was certain references and stuff like that. That is like they, they tried to like follow some of the framework, but like with current stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, well, then that's probably exactly what they tried to do with the first one. But again, like, if you ain't like thriving in that time, you probably wouldn't even know what that yeah. is. You might have missed it. Because I've heard several people say that Eddie Murphy likes to put hidden gems in it to where, like, if you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, you like don't. Like, what, social commentary? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whereas, like, oh, kind of like woven into it. But, like, like, like they said, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. So it's just like funny, but it also has some social things in there as well. And so I'm like, that's made me think. Oh, and that's probably what he did with the first one. And depending on like what yeah, you knew, the social. I will say were. this though: uh, the first one, if it did have stuff like that, yeah. and it probably did. I haven't seen it in a while, even though it's always on TV. Yeah, uh, it was definitely hidden better. This yeah. one seemed a little more... A little obvious. Yeah. But then maybe it probably had to be obvious because of the generations that we have. Like, it's like, we're more like, okay, just go ahead and tell us what you're trying to get out. <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, I, like, just like you, I saw different, like, um, like different opinions on what, uh, how people saw the movie or whatever. And my friend Dee Dee, she, like, wrote, like, a post on Facebook that I thought was interesting. Like, but she still hadn't watched the movie is what she says. I'm going to read what she uh, wrote. And she's like, uh, coming to America, she's like, still ain't watched the movie, but she wrote this little paragraph. She's like, the storyline of Akeem having an illegitimate son is way too far outside the scope of the original narrative. My guy was focused on finding his queen, and as soon as he laid eyes on Lisa, it was a wrap. There's no way he would have dusted off some hood rat after the club. I ain't no expert yet, but I wrote, 
coming to America. I would if I wrote coming to America, I would more closely parallel parallel the original plot. And this is what she wrote. She goes, Akeem might find that his kids are too sheltered and forces the entire family to New York City to live the modest life for six months or some shit. Comic hilarity would ensue when Akeem finds his beloved Queens isn't quaint and impoverished as he left it because of gentrification. His kids' expectations would be aligned like more with the pop culture representations of uh, New York City, like Broad City, Power, Hip Hop. And they would most likely face the hardest culture shock. The eldest daughter would probably find a sense of purpose and independence in America and refuse to return to her life in a gilded, in a uh, glided cage as a do-nothing princess. I think it just would be kind of cool if one of the kids came out as gay just to force Hakeem to reckon with something that he never w- could have expected. Lisa, the native, like, would be trying to get her New York City groove back, only to find that she was now more like an out-of-touch tourist. This would bring up feelings of resentment between her and Akeem because she gave up everything she knew and loved for him. Daryl, the quintessential New York City black entrepreneur, would still be very bitter while in a loveless marriage with Lisa's sister, who is still very much a hot girl. Cool auntie vibes would abound as she spends all her man's money or something. (laughs) Most of the movie would be shot in New York, like the original, with way fewer gratuitous celebrity cameos. I... I thought when she wrote all that, I was like, dang, that does sound like a pretty good movie idea. Like, like if it had been written that way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that definitely would have been a whole different perspective. Uh, still entertaining to watch uh, for sure. And I think that because it, we had heard rumors about it coming out for like years now. Um, I think everybody kind of built up what they thought it would be. Yeah. And I think if I have to say, maybe mine would have been more like that. Like, okay, well, he's going to come back and maybe he's going to see how much things have changed because Mm -hmm. I've actually known people that have lived in New York and um, to be in line with what's going on right now. uh, There was mention of of certain things being changed, like culturally there Mm -hmm. in certain in certain areas, uh, Brooklyn um, and other areas, stuff like that has changed. So uh, I do get that part when she was saying that that because that is very relevant to right now, and about the children, yeah. Then if they've never been exposed to like what mm-hmm. America is, but because they have social media, they might be more in sync with what's going on, but not actually have experienced mm-hmm. what it is day to day life. Yeah, because they because of the whole pop culture, like oh, you know, different terms, different all of these different things because social media is like a worldwide thing now. So everybody's kind of like on the same page, but yeah, like true. not in the same locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then that kind of makes sense. So I was dissecting those things as you were saying that I get that part. Um, the way that it was done and, you know, we'll <laughs> for those who uh, have seen it because, you know, Oh yeah, we we're, can't we're, ruin the movie. We're going we're gonna to give a disclaimer and I'm, and I'm still going to be, you know, like, for people that just are like me, where I'm like, I don't care. I want to listen to it anyway, even if I ain't see it. I'm not going to give away too much because I do know that there's people like me like that out there that may be listening. But what I will say about the movie is um, the way that they did choose to um, display the storyline. Uh, it's funny in a sense where it's like, okay, you're a young man. I don't know. Was he supposed to turn 21, right? In the movie, I I don't remember. I want to say it was twenty one. Okay, I remember what I was doing at twenty one. I was in college. What's I want to say he was older, right? No, I want to say his birthday was coming up. I think it was a milestone birthday. I want to say it was twenty one. I may be incorrect, but I think it was a milestone birthday. Uh, which usually twenty one is a milestone. I would say thirty. Milestone. No, I don't think he was thirty. I don't think it was that. I think he was much younger than that. But I was gonna say, um. The way that they did in the first one is like he was very young. He they, he was depicted as being very young. Um, kind of didn't really already know much about the outside world other than what mm-hmm. he was doing, privilege or whatever. And that was shown from the very beginning. But um, just that age in general, you're still not even developing fully mentally. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the second one and how they decided to play it out, I'm like, I could believe it. Because you got them friends that want to turn up. You know, you got friends that want to turn up. And then actions 
afterwards consequences ensue mm-hmm. <laughs> so so those things can happen um now depending on how like now do people favor that maybe not because they probably like oh this is supposed to be about like you know a little bit more graceful and stuff like that doesn't really change what he wanted but just like some other people got stories of bad mistakes that they've done when they've been doing drinking too much or they did mm-hmm. other things that influenced their decisions, that also to me felt like, okay, but well that's just a part of your youth. Mm-hmm. And they were shown as being two young men in a completely different place without the consequences of his mother and father knowing what he was doing. So his friend in particular was a little bit more of the let's get out here. And Which let's is Arsenio, Arsenio right. Hall's character. Simi. He showed that constantly when yeah, he was he like, did. we need to be talking to different women. Mm-hmm. We need to be doing this. We need to be doing that. So I kind of thought like based off of how Arsenio is, then it kind of would make sense that he would do something like that. I think like from the writer standpoint, I could see how you would turn that little kernel of his personality yes. Yes. because Akeem's character was not. He that. was, he was a friend that had common sense. Yeah. Let's just say it like that. So, but the way they disguise <laughs> it, I guess that is a way. And like as a comedian, sometimes you need to find a way to like lead to you into this funny, certain right? type of joke. Yeah. So I get that, that, that point of view for sure. Um, but what everybody yeah. else probably yeah. wanted the other point of view like you just read or something similar to yeah, it everybody's going to have an opinion on Maybe. the way the movie could have been made mm-hmm. also like there's all kinds of ways to critique it just in general from other standpoints you know just mm-hmm. the fact that it was on Amazon that was kind of weird to me like, well no I'm just saying most people can't go to the movies no I, I understand it. that but the fact yeah. that it was like Amazon but I also have like this whole thing with Amazon so but we could talk about that another but time. But I'm pretty sure it had something that had everything to do with business standpoint for sh- standpoint for sure when it came down to money, getting them bills paid, True. and having that surplus. Okay. Uh, well, they 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 employed a lot of people for sure. Mm-hmm. And they did everything on Tyler Perry Studios. Really? Uh, like the filming and stuff. Cause I heard about that. They had leaked that months ago. Where they was uh, working at Tyler Perry Studios, so I know Tyler got his his change. Oh yeah, for sure. He got his coins. Isn't he like a billionaire now, supposedly? Or uh, something like that? I don't know if he officially announced that, but if he ain't, he's still doing. Tyler very Perry's well. coming to America three. I'm surprised that his Madea's name wasn't on there. It'd be like Tyler <laughs> Tyler Perry's coming. To uh, yeah, Madea should have been on the. But if um. If anybody's interested in more behind uh, behind the scenes and just like the overall like process that it took, I did listen to the Breakfast Club when they when uh, Charlemagne had uh, interviewed Arsenio, and Arsenio tends to be the person that likes to give the backstory, mm-hmm. and he did that quite a bit about the movie. So that was interesting. So if anybody that wanted to know like the how it came to be and, and some of the inside things. That's definitely a good interview. Okay, cool. Yeah, y'all definitely should check that out. And also just watch the movie. And if you like yeah. it, you like it. I mean, it's a comedy. It's got a pretty decent cast. I guess it Rob does have a lot of celebrity cameos, man. but some of the people that are in there are just funny people. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's funny. Uh, Tracy Morgan, of course. <laughs> and also Le- Leslie Jones. She's surprisingly like in the movie a lot. And right. it was, she's really funny. It was sad that one of the characters couldn't come back for a specific reason. And um, if you like, again, if you listen to the uh, James Earl Jones, no, his not. No, him. I'm saying James Earl Jones. Yeah, was also he was on the still movie. there, but it is a character like a a pretty important character that did not come back uh, because of a specific reason. And uh, you would also hear that in the Breakfast Club interview if that hasn't already been circling around about that so i was like kind of bummed out about that i'm not gonna say you know who it is because we've talked about that oh okay yeah um so yeah i didn't want to oh okay i got you (laughs) y'all just check out the movie i mean it's on it's free if you got amazon prime just check it out uh also check out other eddie murphy movies i guess i don't know Uh, me and charier like to watch the movie life which is probably my favorite eddie murphy movie (laughs) movie just because it it's him and good, martin it has a good sound it ha- it's a good movie and it has a good soundtrack yeah it like does. <laughs> we don't need no education uh, no, we're not about to sing Save the soundtrack the it's fun, but you class. know what but you know that's what? white like, cliff john uh you can tell it's him because he has a specific style yeah. in, in his voice um 
Well, we were sitting there that one day listening to somebody dissect. Yeah, the prison the, system or whatever. Yeah, and how uh, Eddie Murphy's team did mm-hmm. all his research to make it as accurate as possible. And well, that's one of those gems that you don't, yeah, don't look at. Like exactly. when you're talking about the way that Eddie Murphy does his humor, so he will drop little social commentaries. Yeah. So I'm thinking now, I'm like, is this a thing that we just don't know? And now it's like, there's something he's been doing the whole time, which makes me think like, hmm, I need to need to go back and watch Coming to America uh, again, the original. <laughs> or just some of those old ones that yeah. he probably had like a bigger say yeah. in, like that Coming to America, mm-hmm. uh, Harlem Nights. Uh, Harlem Nights, you do sing things Like in there. the blockbusters, of I course, feel, he probably doesn't have as much. I feel like Harlem Nights, I don't know how fictional he decided to make it, but um, I did, I, of course, depending on the timeline, what we're saying, like it's probably the 20s, right? Harlem, maybe the Harlem yeah, Renaissance, 20s, maybe. Right? I, I'm assuming, I don't know. I think based off of the, the costuming, it probably yeah, was the seemed, 20s. Yeah, because with the speakeasies and all that yeah. stuff going on, yeah, it seemed very 20s. I did, I did see like there's pop probably some uh racial injustice stuff like that some of the things they would say mm-hmm. uh some of the terms they would use i was like okay because th- that would obviously be a little bit more obvious and then even in life you can kind of feel that as well even though the time period is later <laughs> 30s or 40s maybe mm-hmm. 50s or something like that and then yeah you can see even still then like in the south mm-hmm. like how you know minorities are treated so I well, mean, in the movie Life, they they did that pretty good. Uh, uh, in that, and then like just actually uh, realizing that there is uh, there that prison that they were in that was a real prison that wasn't like a a framed like a staged area that they set up. Yeah. That was like an actual like prison that they read. I think it was a retired prison. Yeah. Well, if you've something. never seen the movie Life, it's this yeah. it's a story of uh, these two people that are from New York. They don't really know each other. And they get framed for murder. Or they don't get framed for murder. They they walk upon a murder and then it gets framed on them or something put yeah. on them. Well, they actually didn't see who killed the person, right? They yeah, they, they saw that a person was dead and because of course, if you think about it, there's no such thing as DNA. If they're yeah. there, then they're gonna be assumed to at be at the time guilty. there wasn't. Yeah. Th- yeah. So, uh, which led to a lot of wrongfully accused people, right. for sure. Uh, so think about that, especially like, minorities. I'm like, there that even or, then, that's what like again, we don't know if it was 30s, 40s, or 50s decade wise, but I'm gonna say it might be. I would say that was like 30s. in the early 20s, before the th- before then, right? Um, I don't think it was the twenties. It might have been the thirties. I'm looking 40s. at the clothes. Maybe forties. I'm thinking about the clothes. I'm thinking thirties, forties. Because yeah. I always look at the costuming, y'all. Because yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Because I'm a fashion designer, I respect costume designers that be on movies because they have a very important job. Mm-hmm. And I took fashion history, so I might be paying attention to it more than some people may. But that gives me an idea of what they're trying yeah, to go place for. And time. Right. Yeah. So when I say, oh, based off the clothes they was wearing, that's pro- that's when I say what I mm-hmm. say. So uh, not to confuse nobody. But I'm thinking like maybe 30s, 40s. Or, you know, maybe 30s, 40s. But, um, but I was going to say like, oh, yeah, that was an actual prison. I'm like, dang, that must have sucked because them things look like shacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shacks in nowhere. That's what it was. Shacks in nowhere. It's just a way to get free labor. It seemed like because yeah. those are those are those prisons where they you're gonna go out there. And you're gonna. That uh, was before chain gangs. That's what they said, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, interesting. Mm. And still, stuff still mm-hmm. goes on now. People are in prison. The they got a job. <laughs> they got the job and uh. <laughs> Talk about the gun line boss. <laughs> uh, I, I love that movie <laughs> Life. It's one of my favorites for sure. Or just of all time, just in general, movies. And, even, and even that person in there has a story. That's like an actual representation of what a person would be. They have a name well, to compared, it. Can't they remember. compared him to the guy from uh, uh, Django Unchained. Uh, no, but Samuel no, Jackson's but there's character. a there's a particular name in the prison system back then. Yeah, that was given to a particular like to a minority that was entrusted with keeping the other inmates in line, and I think it was a trustee, right? I think is what I think it, it said, was right? A trustee. Uh, but anyway, it was a term given. I was like, see, I'm learning things because I didn't even know but that. But those movies were just those Eddie Murphy movies that we just named, like that one, Harlem Nights. Of course, mm-hmm. you got uh, and just from comedic standpoint, 
mm-hmm. arguably some of the best comedians of all time. Like you mm-hmm. had Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy, and then in mm-hmm. life you had Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Which I wish there was ma- movies of like my favorite Mexican like uh, like all timers, you know, like George Lopez, uh, Paul Rodriguez. Um, which by the way, Paul Rodriguez. I don't know if I told you, Paul Rodriguez had like a heart attack. No. Yeah, he had to have like a triple bypass surgery, I believe. I'm praying for him. Yeah, so like our well wishes to uh Mm -hmm. the 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 comedic legend, Latin King of Comedy, Paul Rodriguez, who I worked with many times, is a great guy. Uh I have a bunch of stories, maybe we could talk about him one day. Um but just uh get well soon. Get well soon for real. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. You have anything else on your mind that you wanted to to talk about i know it's a little early in the morning we're kind of out here well yeah so it's definitely uh daylight savings like we have entered into the oh you uh, lost that hour of sleep yeah supposedly you know when i was younger i was like so you lose an hour of sleep every day it's just that one night (laughs) well i was at work and Uh, like it was like i went in and it was two and then all of a sudden it was three mm -hmm. and i was like so what they're like oh y'all get a free hour i was like do i get off early well we got paid for it so (laughs) Can I go home now? <laughs> um, I'm about to say because I'm ready to go. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was saying I was like, that's weird for you because this is like you're actually gonna be up working yeah, while, while the change happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, every time we go into this like whole little change, they're like, oh, you know, there's still people that that want to permanently keep daylight savings. I'm like, if it ain't changed by now, then obviously I guess it ain't going to happen. So it's just going to get darker in the morning, right? It'll be darker in the mornings. Yes, and, and then it won't get dark till closer to nine. But um, oh, It's going to be tough to sleep. Oh, I love it. I, I love a long, like a long oh, day yeah, of full course. of sun. I don't know what it is. But I sleep during the day, so yeah, like oh, the darker it gets, it. the better for me. But I just I need to probably get that. some blinds or something. Yeah, well, you dark already blinds. got blackout. Well, like the dark blinds. Oh, you want the like dark, dark. I, well, they might not be blackouts. I think the blackouts are completely dark, mm-hmm. so we probably got to get you some of those. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much a fan of like the longer days. Uh. And I remember when I was going into work, <laughs> my grandma, she's so, so cautious and loving. I, I appreciate it. She would be so happy when it would be daylight savings, like when I would get that extra time, that extra mm-hmm. daylight. Because if I had, because that happens around busy season. Mm-hmm. My grandma hated me going home when it was dark because she's yeah. like, you know, it gets dark at five. And I'm like, well, you know, it's busy. So I got to stay till I stay, mm-hmm. which I usually would leave in the dark. And so she'd be loving it. She'd For just like, protective purposes, yeah, she, you're yeah, out there. Yeah. In a, I'm in a, a woman, you know. Out in the parking lot dark. by yourself. Yeah, it's dark out and there, you, your job. you've seen it where it's super dark. Um, actually, <laughs> I, there's reasons why I stopped staying late. I'm not going to go into that. But it is something to think about for sure. Like, you don't, you know, um, I'm. A, I guess I'm a little bit more confident in myself when it comes to that where I'm like, ah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but yeah, it is something to think about for sure. Uh, but she would always say, "Ooh, I'm so happy, like, cause I don't have to worry about you leaving out in the dark and you ain't able to see if somebody come up on you or something like that." And I'm like, "Yes, Grandma." <laughs> but so, so, uh, but other than that, then I just like enjoy it cause it's the summertime, it's the spring, it's our, it's like so many things associated with it where I was just like, "Ooh, it just makes and me then, happy." And then now. Like I mean, like they say, seasonal depression. Like that, like that people get seasonal yeah. depression. But like the second the the sun started coming, I immediately started feeling better. Like just like yeah. my mood wise, it's like just a vitamin in thing, right? Yeah. Which, which vitamin is that? Vitamin vitamin a? D, I think. Isn't a? It? D. Oh, D. C. C. I don't know. Mm. Sorry, sorry about that. I'm spreading misinformation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's a vitamin, y'all. Well, just like <laughs> if you're like it, the the weather's about to start getting better, y'all. Like just like enjoy it yeah. like this if, if if these this last year has taught us anything is that we no need COVID to go out there and just misinformation enjoy <laughs> nature i love nature so like just being out and being going to seeing trees everywhere and grab green green grass green trees sunshine you it's, it's nice la- you go remember, for walks you remember last year even though we were still going through everything when they were like oh yeah uh trump was 
saying so I, or somebody said he said somebody told him one of the the doctors said that uh the heat in some places like some states like you know like here in texas mm-hmm. for example it would it would kill covid or something uh, like yeah. that everybody was like oh i'm about to go out turn up mm-hmm. in these streets uh, <laughs> well, the summer the numbers weren't as bad, but it wasn't. But that's because more people were outside, yeah. which I think led to like actual information mm-hmm. saying that if you're outside, it's not as uh, much of a spread, but it still is possibility no, yeah, all the sure. time. But apparently, because people are outside, but like it's on also patios yeah, yeah. But also, being you have to be social distancing yes, or yes. Well, the six feet uh, yes. apart thing or whatever. Absolutely. So that that's why I said there still are risks associated. Well, with I that. still until the majority of the population gets vaccinated. I mean, once I get vaccinated, for sure, I'll feel a little more comfortable being out. And that's seventy percent, I believe. So think mm-hmm. about that, y'all. Seventy percent of the U.S. has to be vaccinated. The U.S., not your state, mm-hmm. not your city, the U.S. <laughs> I mean, we're we're about to see what these numbers <laughs> do, just because. Uh, of the whole, you know, everything's been lifted. I know. But we talked about COVID already, and I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, I'm just ready for the summer. summer yeah, summer, just, summer I want some heat. Um, but I think that's how we're, that's going to do it for us today. I had a good time having this podcast again. I, like, always enjoy talking <laughs> with you. I enjoy we, talking we, If we sound too. a little tired, forgive us. Charlie just woke up, and I just got <laughs> home from work. Just but up. I'm dedicated. But I to am tired. She <laughs> ate an omelet literally right before we I did this. Did. And a yogurt. Because I, I, I be making some mean omelets, comfort. and I had to yeah. school her on how to make this omelet that you I did. studied YouTube for for a week. And when I say it's amazing, it was amazing. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. There's a secret if y'all, uh, and this is something that I learned from this weight loss thing that I was trying to do. Uh, they's like, if you're going to make some omelets, like, cause I guess it's got good protein and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Use two egg whites and one regular egg. That way you're not using three full eggs because of a cholesterol or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, and try to add some spinach, some, something green or maybe even some peppers. It helps with the metabolism. Just, just in general, like, if you're not an active person, don't be sitting up there eating a whole bunch of eggs. Because, <laughs> like, exactly. the more eggs you eat, you're supposed to burn that off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about actual, actual eggs. So, you don't want your cholesterol to be high and have issues and stuff like yeah. that. So, that's just a health tip. Like, you know, just be mindful of your cholesterol, y'all. Be healthy out here. <laughs> yes. And that's how we're going to end it with that sound advice. Yeah. So y'all go out there, enjoy the sunshine. Because, you know, everybody Safely. loves the sunshine. With your mask on. Yes. And get vaccinated. If you can <laughs> get vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Yeah, for sure. So Let's thanks for safe. listening, y'all. Let's make 2020 great. Bye, y'all. 2021. 2020. Oh, 20, did see, I say 2020? See? Yeah, oh, this is extended to 2020. 2021. Sorry. I, need, I need to show oh, that no. it's uh 2021. It's just a... Same thing as 2020. I'm about to say it's just an extended 2020. Yeah. See, see how my mind working, y'all? <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.